right, welcome in everybody. You've been watching the Behind the Scenes podcast with the behind the scenes people who have the best opinions you never hear. Opinion one, Brian, Black Adam was not the worst movie ever made, like a review I saw. <laughs> Absolutely not. People online are just love to hate, and they were wrong. I mean, look, I can I could probably find a point or two in this that I could say, okay, not the greatest. But overall, like, I, I've, I went and saw this movie, and I, I, I texted you. I, Dave Rieger, friend of the show, was sitting a couple seats away from me. We both gave it thumbs up. And I got outside and started scrolling through some reviews, and all I heard was awful, terrible. DC like falls short again, and it's like, no. Yeah, what movie did you watch? Short. No, not at all. You know what it was? I think everybody was really bothered by the fact that it was takes place in one city. That's all it is. It's yes, one I've, city. I've heard a lot of complaints about that. One country. One country. Kandak yes. is a country. Yes. And yeah, I heard. I read that too. I and I think people were expecting happy fun rock, and Black mm. Adam's not happy fun. Black yeah. Adam is this. Oh, and yeah, and, and look, I he did a great, in my opinion, Dwayne Johnson, who plays, you know, uh, Black Adam, he did a great job portraying, because we all know, if he wants to turn on the funny and the big grin kind of thing, yeah. he can do that, no problem. But I told you, he wasn't Dwayne Johnson in this movie, he was The Rock. Yeah, he, he was, was Black, he was the, it was a heel rock. Yeah, he was that big bad guy who, who knew that he was going to win the fight. Did, you know, he'd still get the one-liner off, but he it was very... I, I think if, if, if I'm going to scratch one thing, it was that very emotionless kind of thing. He never really shows emotion. It's just very kind of like sitting there, like listening. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm almost listening to you, but I'm really not listening to you. But, but that's the character. And if get, you know Black Adam, Black Adam is a god. And he knows he's a god, and he acts like a god, and he doesn't care about these people. He, he cares about the people in Kandak... But he's their protector. And I love when he said that. He's like, we need a hero. It's like, I'm not a hero. I'm a protector, which means I will kill people if I have to. Yes. But in the whole thing, Black Adam is always above. That's why he wasn't a superhero. That's why he's put in prison. And that, to me, was that was why he needed to be that way. He doesn't need to be happy, fun rock, because Black Adam's... No. He's better than you, and he knows he's better than you. Absolutely. Uh, little little synopsis for you. Like we said, Dwayne Johnson plays Black Adam. A you know we'll we'll call him a god. He is a god. Uh, he's Shazam. In, he's dark he, yeah, Shazam. He's dark Shazam uh, was a, a being back in you know before BC, long time ago. One of the first civilizations. Five thousand years. Five thousand. See, Brian's got all the numbers. <laughs> I've. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell this story? Do you want to tell this story? <laughs> no, go ahead. I'll just fill in the gaps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Emperor has, you know, has the whole country in, enslaved, looking for this very rare mineral to create uh, the crown. I forget the name of the crown. Yeah, I forget the name of the crown, too. The crown that'll give him ultimate power. And uh, the young boy rises up against them and is kind of a, uh, a hero to the people. Right. And they're going to execute him. as right as they execute him. You see the lightnings flash. He disappears, and he is given the power of the champion to become yep. Shazam. Or, uh, the power Shazam of Shazam. Team. Yes, and Shazam. you know the legend tells that he goes back and frees the people, and you know disappeared into the or he died. He died right in the fight. Fast forward to modern day, people are out looking for this this crown for the power, and you know through a little bit of a mishap, unlock or release. The yeah, champion who, who's been in prison Black, who's been in prison in prison release black adam and black adam let's just say for the next 15 minutes goes on a little bit of a rampage that 
Left a couple bodies. <laughs> if there were any bodies left over after all of that. that Which was did. very cool. It was and, very and cool. And I'm also reading a lot of people like, oh, the cut was so many cuts in the fight scene you couldn't see. Like, I thought it was fine. I, yeah. I thought it worked fine. Uh, he's moving like Superman with the speed where he's just a blur going place to place. I thought it was a really cool, a really cool way to introduce him. Show us that he's not this nice guy. He's not, hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah. You know, he's Let's not happy about, about this. this. No. He's going to, and he knows these people are bad guys because they're shooting him. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, and I, I was with you. Like, I, I, some people in the theater were like, oh, that, that was really, like, too chaotic. Yeah. It's like, no, it wasn't. There was a lot of explosions. That means people died. That means he, he beat people up. He's not going to... There's no one in this movie that he's going to be able to go... There are a couple people, but in that particular scene, no one that he's going to go hand-to-hand -hand combat with because no. if he puts his hand up, that person's arm breaks off. Yes. Like, it's just how it is. You got to kind of understand that. But anyway, he... Uh, he In this long battle, he ends up getting injured, which... I still can't fully understand how they injured him. It was the Eternium from the Crown, ah, okay. which was part of what imprisoned him. It gotcha. took me a while to figure that out, too, because yeah. he does heal himself eventually with his power. But it's like, okay, the Eter so the Eternium can damage him, which is probably his how he lost sort of, yeah. the initial fight with yeah. the king. Anyway, uh, the, this woman and her child who kind of inadvertently freed him to try to like, keep themselves safe... Take him back to their place, and you know he kind of is explained to him that you know this is the modern world, the thing, the world you you know has been gone for a long time. We need you here to help protect well, the, us. And the country has been taken over by intergang. They explain an intergang is a big part of the Superman mythology. Okay. It's a, just a, it's like an international gang. It's like the mafia, but they're high tech and they're always looking for power. <clears throat> so I knew when intergang came in. At some point, Superman will become involved because they're a Superman villain, I assume. And yeah, because I, I always read, well, these military people, they're not military people. They're just bad guys mm -hmm. that are well organized. And with them taking over the country, he needs, they need the hero of the country. And that's who they think they've freed. Yeah. And I love that it turns out that's not exactly true. Not exactly true. <laughs> not exactly true at all. Um, so he, he kind of understands this world. He tries to, you know, yeah. go out and while he's out there kind of like, you see him, I, I don't want to give a lot away, but you see him kind of staring at a statue that had been there for eons and all that. And during all that, the, the little boy goes out and he gets caught by the inner gang mm -hmm. and Black Adam comes and, you know, does what he has to do to protect this kid. I really, I, I really enjoyed that too, because him and that kid. He seemed to be the only one that he had a real kind of connection with yeah. and would look out. And obviously you get that for a reason, you know, with the child. Yeah. But if you see this movie, you, you'll understand that. But it, it took me a minute to realize, ah, that's why this kid he's listening to is because he sees, you know, uh, he sees that kind of bond with that boy. And it makes sense to me now. Um, so he, he he's fighting it. He's fighting inner gang. He's kind of, like you said, protecting. He's protecting his country. All the while. The woman who I think is a phenomenal actress, but I hate her as a human being in this role, uh, Amanda Waller. Oh, yes. You're supposed to hate her. She plays this perfectly, though. She really does Absolutely. play a human being that you, you know, you really do want to just sock her right in the face every Absolutely. time she speaks. But Amanda Waller has dispatched. And you know what? I, I, I can't say it because I, I enjoyed it, but I know how excited he was. 
Brian, Amanda Waller dispatches who? The Justice Society. I was so happy to see the Justice Society. It made me... It, I was I was okay to see Black Adams. Like I said, the minute I saw the Justice Society trailer, I'm 100% in. I'm there day one. Let's go see it. So I'm already cashed in on this, mm-hmm. and it didn't disappoint. I love that we've tied in Amanda Waller, which brings in the Suicide Squad into this world now. Mm-hmm. I love that she's connecting with the heroes. We know that Batman has threatened her in the past. Uh, we know, you know, she can throw these people stuff, you know, hey, you got to go take care of this, and knowing she's going to try to induct Black Adam into her suicide squad. Yes. You know, there's, she's always, that's what I love about that character. You do hate her because she's always trying to manipulate everybody to get the better of them for her. For her. For yeah. her, or for her, yeah, her benefit. Yes. Uh, in, in this Justice Society, we have Hawk, Hawkman. Hawkman. Who I, 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 we will talk about in a minute. I thought this guy stole the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And how great he was. Uh, Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate. Which, one, you could have cast anybody as Dr. Fate, and I think I would have like still enjoyed it, but Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. He was amazing as it. He's you know he's got already has that stoic kind of demeanor and in his everyday life. So to put him in this character who literally knows how everything's going to turn out and he has to keep it to himself yes. to help, you know, to you know to not influence time was absolutely phenomenal. You have uh Adam Smasher who to me I, I will say that was my only other little knock. He felt really only there to be comedic relief. Yes, in a lot of ways, he felt a, uh, he felt very comedic reliefy to me. And then it was, uh, I believe her name was Cyclone. Cyclone, yes, I was looking, I was trying to look it up on my yeah. phone while we were talking. Cyclone, who she, I, I liked her, and to me that was also like, oh, okay, we have two younger ones that we can kind of grow up through the ranks here. But also, they kind of had that little like, I like you, you like me, but we don't really like. Yes, it was almost that teeny kind of like momentary yes. crush thing. But yeah, I, I liked all of them. The other thing I couldn't see past, and I, I, if I bring this up and it blows your mind, I apologize. <laughs> Soon as Adam Smasher put on the suit, mm-hmm. all I saw was Deadpool with a blue blue face mask on. Because of the white With the eyes, white eyes. Yeah. and Well, just the reactions and all that. I was like, why is Deadpool on my screen right now? This is the wrong, <laughs> this is the wrong company. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to sue somebody. But yeah, I, I felt like for the most part of that movie, he was really just com- comedic relief. He uh, I, To me, it was his comedic relief, but also it's it was a way of showing you... These people, the Justice Society, are training these people. Yeah, they were telling them, "You stay here. We'll call you when we need you." The interaction between uh, Adam Smasher and Hawkman, where you Hawkman kept saying, "You plane. and me when we're over here." Yeah, <clears throat> it was like this is what that's what made it kind of cool to me. Is like, okay, these are the old guys. These guys have seen it all, but they're going to teach these people. And if you know the backstory, I loved Adam Smasher that his costume. Was his uncle's? Yes, <laughs> you know, and you see his uncle, so you know the original Adam is part of this universe. Mm-hmm. Cyclone, in the comic books, is a relative of the Red Tornado, who mm-hmm. is an android, and I don't know how that connects. I've never dug into that, but she's a relative of the Red Tornado, so she connects to DC's past. Yep, Hawkman. Uh, this version of Hawkman, maybe the best version of Hawkman. I've seen anywhere, even in the comic books. This the guy. You're right. He stole this movie. It's like I want now. I want a Hawkman movie. If this is Hawkman, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Where before this movie, like yeah, Hawkman, whatever. Um, but Hawkman is almost like the Doctor Fate character, where he's 
um, reborn. He um, not regenerates, but reincarnates. Uh, yes, reincarnates. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. He, it's a reincarnation of Hawkman. So Hawkman doesn't die. He's reborn into another body. Yeah. So this version of Hawkman is amazing. And I loved, you're right, Pierce Brosnan brought, brought the gravitas to me where he knows the future. He can't tell you the future. And that weight is on his shoulders at all times. I, yeah. It was just amazing. Well, that, and even when he puts the helmet on, because they kind of did the Batman thing. They put the helmet on and the voice distorts. Yeah. But it was still Pierce Brosnan's voice. And just him as Dr. Fate kind of telling... You know, well, and they, they explain that the helmet perfect. possesses you. Yes. You're not; it's not you anymore. It's now you're Doctor yeah. Fate, which I thought was also kind of cool. Yeah. So the Justice Society comes to Condock uh, to Condock to try to stop Black Adam and tell him, you know, you need to go back to sleep. This isn't a world for you. We understand <laughs> that you're, you know, yes, you're an all powerful being, but you can't be here. This can't happen. And obviously, as you would expect. Black Adam's not going to take that lying down. Which was one of the great lines in the movie. It's like, I don't, I don't, I kneel to no man. Yes. And I don't surrender. But And that's the reason I, I wanted to bring up Hawkman is because Hawkman, as we said, one of the best uh, incarnations of him of all time. You can, you make the argument. Aldous Hodge was phenomenal as him. But also, and I, I told this to Aaron, it's like, this is why I liked him so much. Because as soon as Dr. Fate came on the screen, I looked at Aaron and I'm like, Dr. Fate, I love this. <laughs> I love, I love Dr. Fate. And she goes, that's great. And she's like, who's the other guy? I said, that's Hawkman. And I was like, he's really cool, too. Yeah. And you just I, I said, dismiss Hawkman at and first. And I did yes. for a minute, because like, he's really cool, too. Yep. But Dr. Fate's on the screen, so let's let's watch Dr. Fate. Uh, and by the end of the movie, I looked at her, and I said, this guy is phenomenal for one reason. He knows he's never going to win the fight, but he never once backed down from the fight. Yeah. They're standing in that little apartment. He said, we don't kill people. And... You know, Dwayne Johnson goes, I do. Yeah. And they, you know, they take, he, he takes the two guys up in the sky to try to get information about yeah. something and he drops both of them. And, you know, they, Hawkman saves both of them and says, I said we don't kill people. He goes, I didn't kill them. I just dropped them. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's like he knew what he was doing. He knew if they died, they died. But then right there, Hawkman says, he basically says, do we need to go? Like, do we need to do this again? Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to win this fight, but the fact that you were willing to fight anyway, that to me is you're the most badass person yep. on screen at this particular moment. Yeah, because you're a hero. Yeah. A hero doesn't back down even if he knows he's going to lose. We've got to stand and fight this. But yes. Here's the line. We don't cross this line. Yeah. And I thought the same thing. It's like, yeah, he can't win this fight. Doesn't matter. He can't back down from this fight either. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Uh, so... Obviously, they come, big battle ensues. They kind of come to an understanding that even though we can't have you here, we need you here because there's another force that we have to, right. you know, we have to deal with. I, I don't want to give anything away to it. They deal with it. But, of course, the crown comes back into play and you get the main villain. They need someone that yeah. legitimately... You get you get a gone. sort of ending to one story and I felt the movie was over. It's like, so this is I. the end of the movie and then it sort of picked back up and it's like, oh, okay, we're going to finish up the whole story. Awesome. I was afraid, oh, we got to wait for a sequel to see yeah. how this ends. I was so happy when they, when they got continued him, the yeah. story. When when it, like, it, it had a real wrap-up feel and I'm like, yes. I was like, one, this doesn't seem long enough, but two, this doesn't seem like how you could end this. Right. You can't end this. So, Obviously, you have the the big villain at the end, and it was I, I that was my other knock on it. The villain to me was a little, yeah, it felt a little too cartoony with yeah. how they did it overall. But it also felt like wow, this is incredibly convenient that this person's just going to pop up, 
No one's gonna be able to stop him, but the one guy who's not around to stop him. Right. We've got to find a way to get him back. We get him back, and of course, the big fight ensues. And I don't know how you felt. It was a running joke throughout the uh, the movie. At the end, he you know the big battle right before he destroys him, he hits that signature. Tell him the man in black sent you. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, it was funny. Everybody laughed, but I was like, I was like, are we really giving him a catchphrase? Oh, I don't see. I don't see that as a catchphrase. I thought that was just like a nice callback to what okay. the kid was trying to get him to do. I, 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 and I, you're right. It was a little cartoony the way the the bad guy appeared, but I did like the bringing Black Adam back. I liked that he lost the powers. Then we've locked him up, and I liked that it was Doctor Fate who has to signal him to come back mm-hmm. through. Which supernatural means? If if, if, if we're going to point it out, the Doctor Fate going up against. I'm gonna give me. I want to look up the the name here. Uh, Sabak. Oh yeah, Sabak. The Sabak, the main, the villain. No spoils there, but uh, no. The the battle between Doctor Fate and Sabak, where there's 900 Doctor Fates, yes. and he's pulling. And again, uh, Aaron looked at me and said, "This kind of feels a little Doctor Strangey." I was like, "A little, but not as much as you'd think." That to me was the coolest scene in the movie. Watching yes. him just pull all these and you realize how powerful it is because he's fighting this being that's more powerful than him and he still has some power left over to wake up a god in another you know in another time zone and again he's fed into the hawkman things like he knows he can't win this fight Mm -hmm. but he's he creates the barrier to keep his friends out so they're protected knowing i'm probably not going to make it through this but I've got to stand and fight this guy until Black Adam gets here. He's the only one who can stop this guy. Yes. Which I also thought, this is very cool. He's absolutely, these guys are absolutely heroes. There's no gray area here like with Black Adam's. Like, Willie he won't. He's like, no, these are good guys. They stand to fight no matter what. Yes, which, absolutely. That to me is the Justice Society right to the core. Oh, and it was perfect. <clears throat> it was great. Uh, obviously, movie ends with Black Adam agreeing to, look, you're not going to put me back in prison I'll stay here. I'll protect this this uh, country. This well, will be my area. Waller makes it his prison. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're getting in front of me again. I, I have to ask, though, because one of the, the images I know most for Black Adam is the Black Adam sitting on, like, the throne. Yeah. Kind of slouching a little bit. And we got that with you got Wayne Johnson. Minute, yes. And they asked him how he felt, and he just said, he said wrong. And he shot up in the air and destroyed the throne. It was yeah. like, is this kind of saying, like, was this kind of saying, like, we're going to follow the comics, but... We're going to do our own thing. Here. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Because Black Adam is not, he is the ruler of Kondok, but not like a tyrant. Yes. He's a benevolent ruler. It's almost, he almost becomes like a, a Dr. Doom in the DC universe with Kondok being Latveria. And he's okay. the guy who you don't cross these lines because otherwise you've got to deal with him. Got to deal with him. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, if you've listened this far, we're about to give away a spoiler. You can spoiler that's been out there for uh, before the movie came out. If if we're giving you this spoiler, then you obviously don't own a computer or a TV (laughs) or a phone or or have any access to the outside world. So all those people in uh, Folsom Prison Solitary, (laughs) this one's for you. Which how you're listening to the show, I don't know. Uh, Post credit scene: Amanda Waller, little drone shows up, projects to her in conduct, and says, "Look, you don't want to be in a prison. I understand that." You don't leave this this country, this, this country, this perch you've chosen for yourself, or we will send people to stop you. Black Adam gives that nice line of no one on this planet can stop me. And she said, "Well, <laughs> maybe I'll send some people that aren't from this planet." And he hits her with 
Superman. Yeah, hits him with Superman. Absolutely. Which you knew it was coming. I knew it was coming because I had read about it. I hadn't watched it online. I kept myself intentionally in the dark. The minute she says, and, and I'm in the theater with probably a dozen people. There weren't that many people that the showing I went. Is the minute she said, well, I know people who aren't from this planet. Everybody went, oh! <laughs> I, I knew, see now I Including knew, was, me. yeah, I knew it was coming because I, I knew scrolled, it was coming. Too. I had scrolled Twitter one time too many, so I had seen someone who filmed it on their phone and somehow managed yeah. to do it, and so I looked at Aaron the whole time because I know Aaron. Aaron loves Superman. She's never been the biggest Cavill fan, but she loves Superman, yeah. and so I was looking at Aaron because I already knew it was coming. But for me, it was more that thing of it's like then send them, and you knew it was coming, but it still got me. It still got like the. You hear him. You hear him land, and then all you hear is the voice before you can even see him. It's like you and I should talk. And yes, it's like it's like yes, that's what you want. That's what you need. It's phenomenal. Yes, and you brought in the guy who started all this for the DC universe. I'm not a Cavill fan either. I'd hated Hobo Superman. I'll probably <laughs> go back and rewatch Man of Steel just to see if it held up any better than I think it did. I watched it a couple yeah. of times, but he I got hated. better in Batman versus Superman. And yes, Justice but League. I hated the first one. But this is like when when Superman lands, even I was like, no, 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 don't stop. Keep going. No, no, no. I need more of this story. I can't wait two years for this. Well, I told Aaron what got me was they almost were like, let's bring back actual Superman because he lands and walks out. And the thing I noticed that not a lot of people noticed, I brought it up to a couple of people, is he has the hair curl. Yes. From the comic. I noticed that. It's not that. the perfectly slick back. He has the hair curl. The hair curl like, makes you Superman. I'm like, oh, okay, this is Superman, Superman. Put on the red trunks now. And we're golden. I'll yes. I'll come in with you to cavil all the way if you put on the red trunks. Yeah. <laughs> so very much a big fan. Really enjoyed it. I thought it was phenomenal. I will say, with all the comedy, the line that actually stole me was Dr. Fate saves uh, the girl's brother. And he's like, am I going to... Because he got shot. He's like, am I going to die? Oh, he yes. Goes, this is not how you die. Just stay away from electricity. And the guy goes, I'm an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it, but later on, and the when callback. They're, yes. when they're when they're all fight, like uh, the <laughs> conduct people rally up to fight yeah. against, he literally runs past everybody. Goes, this is not how I die. Yes, <laughs> it's like that. Yes, absolutely is no fear. Yeah, that is phenomenal. <laughs> because Doctor Fate could have been lying to you to make you feel comfortable, and you don't Every know. Every character in this movie hit the mark for me. The kids, yes. his mom, the uncle, the bad guy was the only weak link, and even him I didn't mind so much. He, the intergang leader who eventually rises in mm -hmm. power. He was the weak link, and he wasn't that terrible to me. No. Uh, but Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, Adam Smasher, I like, I, they all worked for me here because they're all sort of background characters to Adam. Yeah. And, but Black Adam isn't like constantly on screen doing things he's exactly you know it, it worked because it was more of an ensemble piece even though it's clearly the rocks movie well and you got excited when you heard them walking to the airplane and he said we're the justice society. absolutely did that, it for you absolutely. but i have to, i do have to ask you this because aaron pointed it out because when she realized the wizard who gives the powers it was the same yeah, guy Shazam. She, yeah well and yeah, exactly she looked at me and said and, and i i kind of agree with this but mm -hmm. i also feel like you can't do this in this movie she goes why didn't they just have Shazam come and try to stop him? And I was like, I get that, but one, if Shazam's in that movie, that whole that whole, all the fights have to be about those two. Right. It can't you can't have another villain because if Shazam gets there, they don't need Black Adam to come back. Shazam can just do right. it himself. He won't kill anyone, but it'll at least stop him. But it's like also 
that's the build. You you can't have that happen, you know. Right, that's not the first step. That's yeah. the final step. Which and I get it. It, it, it it's probably a better like final fight because it's these two fighting each other but it's like that's something you're building towards that's not something you get it's almost like in we we talked about with uh rieger uh, a couple a couple weeks ago the the dark knight it's almost like you can't give us the joker and right. two-face one or the other because both of these guys have purposes and you kind of just throwing everybody in it's like well we only want to do three of these and we've got about 13 villains to get in let's throw a few in here and see well and then there's your timeline issue if you want to <clears throat> if you want to get this to aaron Here's the time. The timeline issue could be: Does this take place before Billy Batson gets the powers? True. Or maybe Billy Batson's powers aren't that well known outside of what is it, Fawcett the, City? Yeah. I think so maybe that, yeah. maybe people don't know about Shazam outside of the world, so the Justice Society isn't aware. So there, you, there are little loopholes. Yeah, right. it makes sense. Why, why don't we call him? Maybe everybody doesn't know him yet. It's fair, you know. Um, all right, well, it's it's that time of the show. We do it every time. I already know Brian's answer, but <laughs> we're going to put it out anyway. Uh, we, we break it down this way. It's see it in theaters, stream it, wait till it's on TV. And I, I look, I, if you've listened to this review, I think you already know what we're going to say, but this is a formality. We're Absolutely. contractually obligated. <laughs> uh, Brian, what's your review the on this Sponsors demand to know we'll see this in the theater. Absolutely. Really? We have sponsors? You. you <laughs> Can, can you put them in touch with me, please? Uh, I'm sorry, I cut yeah. you off. This one is for you in eh? the theater. Absolutely, I was. I saw it the first day in the theater. I I'm looking for a time when I can go back to see it in the theater, and anytime it appears, this will be a movie I would sit down and watch. Yes, over and over. And when I go see these screenings, I, I tell Aaron, I was like, "That's how we're. This is how we review these movies." Yeah. So at the end, you have to give me what you think. Yeah. And I, I'm with you. It's go see it in theaters. A phenomenal movie that. I, I would love it in any form, watching it on TV. Absolutely. And it, it, but it's that big screen experience. And Aaron turned and she said the same thing you just did. It's like, go see it in theaters about five times. Yeah. And I was like, I don't disagree with that. Uh, like, part of the way through, I was kind of going like, this needs to figure something out. And I don't know what it was, but it figured it out. Because by the end of it, I was like, it's like, will you guys just push play again, please? They, like, they've hit go. the balance Marvel hits with action. A little bit of violence with the superheroes and comedy. Yes. They he whoever made this movie, I don't know if it was the director, the writers, if the Rock had a hand. The, there's the balance. Mm -hmm. This is what you need to do. Aquaman managed it. Wonder Woman, the first one, first sort movie. of managed it. This one, this is what you do. Keep this playbook open to this page, please. Yep. <laughs> no, I, I, I a thousand percent agree. <clears throat> uh, and lastly, before we end this. Again, we're 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 kind of putting out our own fandom here, but mm -hmm. we got this movie, and I just kind of said like Shazam against Black Adam was something they could have done, but they didn't. Right. What what is that next movie for you? What do you want to see? They've teased Superman, so it's like, do we give him Superman? Is Superman around? Is it you know one of those things where maybe Black Adam does something that breaks the rules that they've laid for him, and that's the reason? Well, I think knowing. Knowing now that this all this all in the same universe, I think the next step you take, knowing that DC also takes years before they mm -hmm. get these movies out, they don't have a lot in the pipeline. I think the next step is a Superman movie. Tell me what's what happened between the end of Justice League and Superman appearing there. And Superman knows Shazam. We've established that too yeah. in the Shazam movie. So let's tell give me a Superman backstory and then maybe the end of that movie is where Superman appears with Black Adam and we can tie them together. Okay, I like that. I, I would be good. Part of me, like selfishly, because I like the movie so much, I want to see Shazam and Black and Black Adam go against each other. And I think yeah. it's very possible. The only problem with that is, 
it becomes a darker movie, in my opinion. Right. Because Shazam, he fought, but it was all very kind of comic-y. I mean, he was a little kid fighting this wizard with one eye, and it yeah, was very... Yeah, these two things fitting together is going to be a difficult well, work. You're gonna get a you're going to get a Shazam that's going to get his butt kicked a time or two. Yes. And it's going to be actually butt kick it's not going to be like getting knocked down and taking a minute to get up there's going to be a bruised and bleeding kind right. of it will be interesting to see how they build shazam in this next movie the fury of the gods yes. yep. it'll be interesting to see if we make him a, give him a little turn to co- make him easier to connect to black adam and they very well could do that absolutely so that's for me the next one because i really enjoyed shazam i know you did too oh yeah and i i want to see these two people, because this is the first time we have two characters who actually have direct connection to each other yes. in that way, and I'd like to see how that goes. And I want to see DC stay on this track, keep these people well, all going, keep the whoever wrote this, hire them permanently, yep. and and keep this this flow, this, well, like this you is said, comic book like you flow. Said, we've got that Shazam coming out, we've got the second Aquaman coming out, there's apparently going to be a Flash movie. They filmed it, refilmed it, filmed it one more time. <laughs> apparently that's going to happen. So there are things coming. It's just going to be a question of did the yeah. right people get yeah. their hands on it to make sure everything ties together, or are we going to have yes. three different pieces that down the road we're going to have to figure out yeah, how do we a make weird this work little together, transition. Yeah. So yes. we'll see what comes of it. Uh, that was uh, the Black Adam review for us. This is You've Been Watching. He's Brian Morton. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, am the person I say I am. You are. I am Eric Dorsch. We'll talk soon.